How y'all doing, man? Hello to Hello TV. I am Casa, half of the jealous guys. Uh, this is our first episode, man. So you catching history in the making, bro. We appreciate y'all. Y'all could be anywhere in the world, but you tapped in with the guys, man. And that's what matters most to us. Today's episode, we're going to give y'all a little backstory, man, because not everybody might be familiar. If you are familiar, much love. If you're not, stay tuned, man, because we got a lot to discuss. Uh, we're going to be interviewing each other for the first couple episodes. Today, I'll be interviewing my brother, Yen, about his come up about his story, his trials and tribulations, and his glory, where he's from, what type of game he was around, what type of ism that, you feel me, the, the parental unit was lacing him with, all types of the stuff, man. Y'all going to get the full outscope of the, of, the, of the backstory, you know what I mean? And then we go into another segment that we got called Gear Assessment. And, you know, we fly brothers, bro. We like, you know, we like nice things. So we just going to, you know, go over whatever it is that we got today. Hopefully we got some of the homies. We rocking some homie brands or our own stuff. Shout out to the people. And then our, for our last segment today, uh, we're going to do a choose or lose segment. Basically, it's just rapid fire questions. Nothing too crazy. But we throw some situationals at you. It's kind of hard to pick one. And if, you know what I mean, you can't pick one, you're going to have to drop down and hit some. You know what I'm saying? Five push-ups for the, you know what I'm saying, for the Hulkisms. Anyway, man, like I said, bro, we appreciate y'all tuning in. This is Hello TV Podcast Episode 1. The Jealous Guys are the hip-hop, man. Sign it up. Shout out to the homies gang. You understand me? From SoCal, California. You understand me? In the L.A. area. They gave us some clothes, man. They gave me some clothes. They got constant clothes. You feel me? Um, we will be wearing this stuff. You know what I mean? Going forward. G-A-N-G. Gladly achieving necessary goals. I come from the hood. So being able to see something that has a label on it or, or, or whatever they say, a connotation, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we turn it around into something super positive. Gang, gang, gang. So shout out to gang. Yeah, that's about it, man. You know what I mean? Drip check. You know what I mean? Uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it when it's time. But yeah, man. Peace and blessings. What's up with y'all, man? What What's man? up with my dog, man? How you Hello, feeling, TV. man? Hello. How you feeling, my man? This is the first good, episode of the podcast. We said fuck it. Started our arm. Oh, ain't gonna be cussing too much. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get the monitor. <laughs> but you know what I mean, bro. It's our first episode, man. We really, really appreciate y'all tuning in, bro. Um, for everybody who is familiar with us, welcome back. For the people who aren't familiar with us, we want to just give y'all some type of backstory. You know what I'm saying? About who we are, where we come from, what we represent, what the purposes align with the stars in the universe. Yada 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 yada. You know. Uh, but we are gonna jump right in, man. So yeah. Yeah, man. I got a couple questions for you, man. Ask you whatever you want. All right, we're going to start like this, bro. Sir, what is your name? Uh, I go by Ian. I'm uh, one half of TJG, the jealous guy. Okay. One half of Art of Hip Hop and um, a partner in this beautiful Oceanside Seamoss, which we'll be getting to later on. Man, get your health right. Pop your collar if they holler. Ian, where are you from, sir? Uh, I was born in San Francisco, born and raised, and from the Lakeview uh, uh, neighborhood. Uh, my family as well had a lot of uh, property in Hunters Point. Um, I grew up in my 20s in East Oakland, uh, as well as stayed out the way, and uh, fortunately made it back towards the beautiful city of San Francisco, man. You have an interesting name. Yeah. You know, when I hear Yen, I think money. You yeah. know what I mean? Like like, like like my Asian brother, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yellow Peril to Black Pantherhood, you know what I mean? If y'all know what I'm talking about. Sure. Uh, what does your name mean, bro? Uh, I ain't gonna say my real name. Yeah, they don't gotta say it. Uh, Yen 
stems from my name, which uh, my name means we gave praises and he came. I was premature. And they put God on the money. How about that? <laughs> I was premature <laughs> for about three months. Huh? Yep. You know what I mean? So, so I was a miracle, baby. They gave praises to God, you know what I mean? And then I was able to come about. He here, ain't he? <laughs> how do we meet? Where, uh, when, I should say when and how did we meet? So we met, we met, okay, so we met in preschool. We met in preschool and, and again in kindergarten. At the time, you were staying by Bayshore. I was staying uh, in Lakeview. You came to school one day. Your lunch pail was popping. Uh, <laughs> I love this I story, say, man. I ain't going to say who Rest in peace, auntie, bro. We had, yeah. we, had, we had a partner at the school at the time where his family was a little bit less fortunate than ours. We met at Fellowship Academy. It was an uh, all-black private school. Where all man, black private rest in peace, fellowship. Off of uh, Bob Bayshore. Teaching black Africa. excellence before it was a it was a meme, man. Um, man. Small little school by the little um, San Bruno Avenue. Up off little, Silver. Looked like military houses, little project buildings. Mm -hmm. um, one day, uh, my mom came in there. There was another kid in there who didn't have nothing. And, uh, I, had, she, I had an extra apple, man. She you know what I mean? Food and your lunch pail. <laughs> yeah. uh, your mom was like, man, somebody got the is of F up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Moms went up here looking for my mom the next day. And Didn't we, say a word, man. Best friends ever <laughs> yeah. since. And once you move towards Daly City, you know, Daly City and Lakeview pretty much connect sometimes. But once you Very close, yeah. Lakeview yeah, yeah. goes into Daly City. Yeah. So you was walking to my house, you know what I mean? Probably up until we graduated high school. And it's been on ever since. I know we went separate areas in, in between, but overall, you know I mean? We ended up graduating from the same high school, too. That's basically that. That's, that's, that's a good gist. That's a and good gist. we met again one day, you know what I mean? You was on your Yaska to how to die. But don't, don't, don't. No, oh, okay. Wait, should, should we save it? Let me tell that okay, story. I'll Let me tell that story. And from that day forward, I basically came up to bro. I seen him in the hood one day on Holloway, and I came up to him and I said, uh, <laughs> Uh, basically, you should let me make the beats, and you should become the uh, lyricist. And we've been trying to make music ever since. We have been making music ever since. That's the shortest, most simplest version I could get y'all at this time. What schools did you attend growing up? So with you, uh, I attended uh, preschool, elementary at uh, Fellowship Academy. Of course, we already. I shouldn't even ask that. No, you could ask that. that. But yeah, part um, of my part of my question. And then I went to. Uh, Aptus for middle school, mm -hmm. Longfellow to finish elementary, mm -hmm. then uh, Meadows Livingston, you know what I mean? I That's down Aptis. Mission, right? That was the A school, couple blocks up from Mission Geneva. Under the freeway. Mm -hmm. And then um, I went to, uh, where else? Uh, then it was I ninth grade, right? Yeah, then I went to Creative Arts Charter School. No, that was sixth grade. That was finishing, uh, no, that was finishing seventh and eighth grade. Longfellow, Aptus, and Longfellow, then you went to base school. Longfellow, Aptus, no. Meadows, Livingston, fell back to Fellowship Academy, then oh, to for Bay School, okay, okay, okay. and then to uh, uh, City Arts and Tech. So you, you jumped around. Yeah, I went to hella school. He was jumping around, okay. So, so them is the schools I went to, and I, I ended up graduating with you. Mm -hmm. Well, my class graduated in the Before me, yeah. You know what I mean? And then your class graduated on... Uh, uh, the following year. I fucked up, man. What, Mission and Parks basically? It was in the view. No, no way. What you mean? Oh, 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 oh. We went to the yes, you're right. We we was right off Persia. Yeah. The school went to a different location. Yeah, last I'm year tripping. Yeah, off Persia. Yeah. Uh, like June Jordan, we shared a campus June with June Jordan. Yeah. For uh, cat. Yeah. That's we when we left the view. From the same high school. Yeah. 
Okay, did you go to college anywhere? Did you do anything? No, I went, I went to, uh, I tried to do uh, City College for like a week. That didn't work out. <laughs> then I um, ended up, um, after I moved out towards the East Bay, I went to LMC for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then that was uh, in Pittsburgh. And that kind of just pretty much gave me the ism in terms of uh, culture all over. Reconnecting. Yeah, mm-hmm. the book work that I pretty much missed out mm-hmm. on in high school that I should have been learning about the whole time. Right. Because I was in the emotion program. Right. So it was a black program. Shout out Jamila. Shout out uh, everybody. Yeah, DBP. It was a black program yep. where you had black students taking black academics, so it was black while we were there. You feel me? It was a Kevin Lee. And then I dropped out of that. Y'all. And then I kept, you know what I mean? Kept staying at it with music ever since. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, y'all. Gear assessment. Nothing more complicated than it sounds. Uh, we just check on what we got today, uh, if, if, whether it be our own merch, whether it be some people that we mess with, or just some corporate brand that we don't have no ties to. Uh, we just like to, you know what I'm saying, show some type of love and fashion, or appreciation for fashion in the game, right? Uh, so we, we going to do drip check on me or you today, or both? Well, both, really. Okay, so let's start, let's, let's start you drip check. So drip check for you, man. All right, drip what check. We got, what we got? What we got? What we got? We got mismatching socks. Mismatching socks. Yeah, show them the mismatching socks. Uh, the NBA joints and then the marijuana things. Oh, I gotta get this thing looking a little blurry, man. I gotta get this right. So I got the Animal Instincts. These are Jordan threes. I got these uh, athlete foot things. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I got these from athletes foot. Matter of fact, um, these sweatpants fifty dollars. You understand me? And then I got the double swoosh. You understand me? I'm yeah, cheap man. before it beat this probably yeah, Clarence. <laughs> Clarence sixty dollars. Clarence rack. Yeah. And man. then I got the uh, winners rack. Power, you know what I mean? power to the little people. Hold on, hold on. Let me get it. Don't don't buzz down. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me show love. Damn. There we go. Power to the little. So people. this is a um, hat okay. uh, from a nonprofit uh, in LA. I think it's. Uh, I could be wrong, but I think it's. Hold Nipsey. on, gang. What about the sling pack, gang? Hold on. I, let me give you the hat. The Nip, I think this is Nipsey Hussle's <laughs> sister's um, nonprofit that she worked with. Okay. And then. And it's called what again? Dreamers Youth. And then this is the Melanin Gang yeah. bag. I'm not sure. I think they're from the East Bay, but I seen it. I contacted them, and they showed us hell of love. I like that melanin, man. And then, yep. And, oh, and then we got the Art of Hip Hop, you know what I mean, hoodie. Yeah, Boom. Man. That we brought in today. Yep. And that's gear assessment. Yes, sir. All right. All right, y'all. So we got gear assessment, you know what I mean, today. One half, Casa. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean okay, Head man. Check it out, man. Check it out, check it out. Let me do it, man. So we got the... Uh, it's Jozan Dos. You know what I'm talking about? I had the little French accent because if you know anything about Air Jordan 2s, they were originally made with Italian leather back in the day. You know what I'm talking about? Then we got the OG bust down salvage denims today, real slim, fitty itty. Uh, these are custom art of hip hops, though. You know what I'm saying? So hit us up, uh, at art of hip hop. So you made this, you made those pants yourself. I, yeah, I, you know what I'm saying? I customized them myself, you know okay. what I'm saying? I'll show y'all the, 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 the back a little bit, you know what I mean? Uh, custom tapestry, one-on-one tapestries, that you know what I mean? <laughs> Get in there. T-shirt. Shout out to Big Bro, you swear to God. Yeah, I'm like, you moving around. Shout out to Big I move, man, I move. Shout out to Big Bro, swear to God. Uh, one Speed, you know what I'm saying? We actually working on a special project y'all gonna hear about very, very soon. And then uh, for the outerwear today, we got this OG... Uh, Nike Town Varsity, you know what I mean, that I also love and I have for like about a decade or so. 
You know what I mean? And then last but not least, the crown is always with the get down. My boy uh, Hoopty hooked me up with a personal, very player exclusive with the uh, pink brim on the underside. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna see nobody with the Hoopty pink brim. And you know, that's what we, that's how we rocking it is. You know, something, something, something slight ways. Let's jump into some fashion, man. What was some cultural kicks growing up that was essential? Like you, 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 this was uniform. Cause I remember us going play. They were like, bro, y'all, y'all. I don't know which where y'all from, bro. Cause y'all ain't in uh, uniform. Well, so you talking about the night we went to the Saint Media? Oh right? man. Uh, we so they everybody. So back then, Jabos was a big thing in the neighborhood. Uh, Barclays was big. Uh, Air Maxes was big. Uh, Jordans was big. Academics. Uh, Miss King. Rock aware. Yeah, they rock aware. All of that good stuff. So Ooh, one, I night, some Miss one night, one night, we I just we felt some party at Saint Media. Yeah. And. Um, uh, they was telling us, you know, because we moved some brothers in the neighborhood, and they was like, if, well, if anything happened, we don't, we don't know, know who to tell you guys apart. I remember what we had. No, let me tell them what we had on. Yeah, you had on the, I had on the Mike Vick college jersey yeah, yeah. with the Bo Jacksons. Yeah. I thought I was fresh. Well, your Bo Jacksons was in uniform. I think those was your Bo Jacksons. Probably. Probably. We shared a lot of shit. We shared, yeah, yeah, we shared a lot of shit. Yeah. I got a story on that, too. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. What were some of your favorite cars growing up, bro? Well, like, like you feel me? Growing up, Lakeview was a very, very cultural place. So you saw a lot of different, you feel me, hustlers. Yeah, and Delvin got Delvin got me on buses at Scrapers Young. Uh, he used to pick us up on Fridays, and then we used to go to the side show. Same thing mm -hmm. with Quincy John. Mm -hmm. John. Same with John cousin had a box John. Chevy. So mm -hmm. the box Chevy, the 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 uh, Nissan Zs, mm -hmm. the 96 Impalas, the Caprices that they turned out to kind of look like Impalas. The, uh, all the way down <laughs> the to bootleg the bootleg 96, yeah. The Datsuns, yeah. The uh, uh, Buick Centuries. I love anything that was that was scrapers. Classics. Hustling. You like you like the hustler oriented classic yeah. joints. That and then, hustling I, and then after I found out more about muscle cars, I got into. I didn't get into it, but I found out about the whole uh, the Japanese import stuff through you. Mm -hmm. later on. Mm -hmm. But I didn't get into that as much. How would you describe your household, bro? Growing up, you had a father that was Jamaican. Your mom was a community leader and a, and a thoroughbred activist. What, how, what, what was it like? But they were also very heavily musically inclined. Mm -hmm. What, what was that like growing up in that household? What was the dynamics that it was, played it here? It was musical because moms, moms did uh, K-pop, mm -hmm. uh, whip hop. So my, not together the same show. Mom had mm -hmm. a show. On the Poor People's Radio, mm -hmm. where they just talk about black activism and politics and stuff like that going around the city. Pops did reggae, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, when you walk outside, you heard Selsky and Cool Nut no matter what. You go down to mm -hmm. the barbershop, that's the main music Facts. that you listen to. Uncle uh, Larry's. Uncle Larry's, you know what I mean, on Holloway. Mm -hmm. Right on Holloway, yeah. Um, so I would say it was uh, very uh, cultural, yet mm -hmm. uh, militant. Yeah, uh, ratchet and very educational all at once. That was my household. All I time. like that. Yeah. So you had a balance. Yeah, I had a good balance. That's the universe. And musically, pops was into music. Moms love music. Uh, my auntie was Sugar Pie DeSanto, who used to be real close with Eddie James. Mm -hmm. And my auntie uh, and them, the Domingos, uh, they had a band of their own. So it, music was it was it was all it was always around. It was prevalent in that. Wow, a lot of the real action was going on outside when mm -hmm. it was like getting active in, in mm -hmm. that sense. Uh, moms would uh, still put me you and put me you and um, 
poetry classes, breakdance classes, DJ classes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, all that stuff. And still not knocking, still drop us off in the projects on mm-hmm. Saturday before we go to church, Sunday, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But kept us more on the arts and craft tip, tip because we... We was really that good with the math and the science and all that. Nah, other shit. we like, we like, we like, yeah, we visual learners. So we like hands on. When you put that in your household, mm-hmm. um, it, it pushes out more of your creativity than for you to go out there and try to conform with the rest Broadens of the kids' horizon, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of that, being outside, what was it like when you were uh, early teens coming up? I was smooth. I, um, I had a diverse crowd. I went to uh, Creative Arts, uh, no, Creative Arts, City Arts and Tech mm-hmm. High School. Mm-hmm. So it was a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It was Hustlers. It was, it was Brothers Who Was With The Ism. It was Punk Rocks. It was uh, 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 the uh, the Brown Kids that was from the Mission. It was the the uh, the Asian Kids that was from uh, Chinatown. You know what I mean? They had their own set of projects and stuff, mm-hmm. too. So it was it was uh, my my uh my teenage years was pretty uh, it was smooth it was diverse I hung around the tough guys you know what I mean mm-hmm. I learned my lessons real quick you know what I mean and, mm-hmm. and um um I was embarrassed by the tough guys who basically told me you know what I mean you 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 and Casa make music so that's mm-hmm. my teenagers was keeping me out of trouble love the hyphy movement um, lived in Oakland at one point so loved uh, you know what I mean going to the side shows and watching it from the porch right in front of my house. Yeah, you know I mean, it was my 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 teenage was diverse. It right. was cultural for sure. Right, right. So, with you, you know, still being raised um, under the, like a, like a dynamic two parent household mm. with a lot of culture, a lot of a lot of substance, right? Mm-hmm. But also having this, you know, having the block literally kind of right outside. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think in those early years and those formative years kind of swayed you from being in the street more so because like you said it was accessible you know what i mean you was exposed to mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. but what kind of tur- what, what what do you think turned the narrative for you for you to be like you know what i i, I want to make i want to do something else like i'm interested in all because this other it, stuff it was it was you, you can't get away from it. growing up in the bay area um a lot of youth who are with the SHIT, mm-hmm. the reason why they're not with it is because a lot of them is raised around it. Because mm-hmm. it's so directly, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, right in front mm-hmm. of you. So I think, um, you know what I mean, like for those who, uh, you know what I mean, for those who taught me how to fight and those who like uh, mm-hmm. taught me like, oh, you don't got to sell no this, that, and the other. You can flip a car the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can Hustles. sell patties on the corner or yes. flip burgers the same yeah, way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I learned all of my, like, my, Hustle tactics, uh, learning the difference between hustling and a business, um, um, all of that good stuff. I, I, I just think, um, for me, it was a measurement of my parents not wanting to hide to me the struggles of black culture, mm-hmm. the accomplishment, the parts that feel good, and the parts that could honestly be deceiving. Right. You know what I mean? So I think um, it was meant, you feel me, for me to uh, see the ratchet side as well as uh, educated side at the same time. Holistic experience. Yeah, holistic experience. For sure. <laughs> Straight I up. I think I uh, stick to more of the other side because I um, I just knew I was good at arts and crafts and music or something mm-hmm. like that. Something creative, I just didn't know how to go about it. I didn't mm-hmm. understand the business. I didn't know that. I just knew I had a voice and people love my voice. You know what I mean? And people always used to compliment you in the hood about your gear. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's silent B, but he stayed fresh. You know what I mean? 
So with that being said, I knew you had to meet. I look familiar, and you look famous. So I knew <laughs> it was something that down the road we could uh, be able yeah. to create some type of value. Some. But for us, it just worked out musically. So instead of being a part of the book, you know what I mean? We took the stories and the things that we've been around, the experiences, and we the storytellers about mm-hmm. it, and we chant it, you know what I mean? And we turned it up. So you turned it a negative, possibly a negative situation into a positive. To a positive situation. That's sure. a beautiful thing. That's what we're trying to do. Um, what are some of your favorite cultural movies, man? When we're growing up, what what's some of the thing? What some of the movies that uh, influenced you a lot? Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Shotters, Belly, He Got Game. But that's more I gotta so get that. I gotta get my He Got Game in there. Yeah, it's still though. It's a lot of it's a lot um, in there though. Yeah. Um, Miracle at San Ana. Um, yeah. Oh, Rockers. Hmm. Rockers Ooh, that's a good movie. one. Um, right. Yeah, you probably you probably know some. And these are, and these are and these are movies that really just resonated culturally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you when you see them. When you see Belly. Yeah. It's like you get to see us somewhere, some mm-hmm. long line in San Francisco story. Mm-hmm. When you see Shadows. If you've ever been it. around any of this, you know what I mean? It's, it's you've, been, all you've, you've seen this yeah. type of shit before. You got your cousin who halfway from yeah, the You got your dumbass cousin here. Yeah. Yeah. You got all that. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that extra stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, but them type of movies. I, you was better at the movies better than I was. I'm just now yeah. becoming a Marvel nerd and all that extra stuff. Bell Chapel. We grew up in Bell Chapel. Yeah. Right off Palou. Yeah. What was it like growing up? Because like you said, you do have the experience of having, you know, being the streets right there mm-hmm. to having a family life and a home life. And then you got the church. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you think the church, what, what role did the church play? Well, all the, all the, all the, all the, all, a lot of the dumb guys went to the church. All yeah, the time. Yeah, the man. first time I ever seen the first pair of grills was at Bell Chapel, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, me. A lot of the Bell Chapel, bro. Um, straight I would up. Say, I would say for sure, uh, San Francisco, you know what I mean, could, could become a rude city. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so yeah. I think every right. Sunday, no matter where you was from, um, you know what I mean, uh, a lot of, you know what I mean, ducktails, gold grills, oh, wallets, yeah, the whole little, shit. Yep. you know what I mean, everything. It was just a place of this is... Our grandparents and great-grandparents who came from down south, this is one of the first places that they was able to first get, and this is pretty much how all those black folks ended up in San Francisco. So this is our uh, communion celebration. You know what I mean? Well, my church was turned up. Ratchet, Bell Chapel was lit. All of that. You, you know what I mean? We was wild. We were wild. <laughs> so I think um, yeah. the church, the church um, that's where you first see the drums at. Mm-hmm. That's where you hear the organs on the piano. You know what I mean? So music, it, it affected you musically yeah, just music, as well as like spiritually, though. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. where I ended up staying in the projects on Saturday nights yep. to go to church on Sundays because the different people I went to church with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it made me neutral. It made me very, very neutral as well because mm-hmm. everybody from my church was from all over San Francisco. Um, what places outside the U.S. have you traveled so far, and where do you still want to go? And for the places that you have traveled. What did you learn from there? What, what did you get from those experiences? I've been to Belize, mm-hmm. Cayman Islands, mm-hmm. uh, Jamaica. Um, man, I'm trying to think of some more. Hawaii, Kauai, uh, Honduras. Um, I've been to a few places, but all, all it really taught me is that you take a lot of those, 
I went there young, so you mm -hmm. take a lot of the pictures at them places mm -hmm. in order to know that you need to travel the world as you get older. Mm -hmm. You feel me? That's all it taught me. And once you go to different places around different cultures and different excitement and different things, it influence you to come back to either do more by your people to teach or uh, to go back out there and explore even more. Okay. Yeah. I like that. All right, y'all. Here at Hello TV, man, we're going to switch over into some new segments. Let's do the quick hitters, man. So you know, you know, you you break the sins here, man. You can't figure out what your answer is. You gotta buzz down some push-ups. For sure. All right. First question. Malcolm or Martin? Malcolm. AI or Steph? Allen Iverson. Griffey's or Barclays? Barclays. Marvin Gaye or R. Kelly? Well, Marvin Gaye or who? <laughs> R. Kelly. I ain't answering that one. That's push up. But Martin Gay. <laughs> Martin Gay. This a whole new this a whole new what? I don't know, man. Hey, uh, hey, man. Hey, hey. Then this is pre-recorded. This is all you feel me freestyle. Run DMC or Eric B and Rock him. Uh, Run DMC. Uh, yeah, okay. Studio performing. Performing. You passed on you I mean you passed. You passed flying cut. You 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 messed up on what was the one you messed up on? Uh you want a five star or home cooked meal? Home quick meal. Okay. Jacka or Jada Kiss? Ooh. Damn, that's tough. <laughs> they like to stay almost the same right? <laughs> I, I had five push ups for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I had five. You wanna go ahead? I yeah. Y'all I know y'all wanna see this shit. Right. Woo! Man, there's some diet push ups. We're gonna keep it pushing though. By Marley and Marvin Gaye, sir. <laughs> and you Jamaican, so I, I don't think you could. By Marley yeah. or Marvin Gaye? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm here five with you. <laughs> you ask a real Jamaican about Bob Marley, they're going to do five push-ups. Uh, it's, it's salutations. Yeah, uh, yeah they, Jamaicans love Marvin Gaye, too, though. Yeah, I know. Waka... Travis Porter. Waka Flocka. Even though Travis Porter is a big influence, though. If you had to live in one of these decades, would you live in the 60s or the 80s? That's tough. <laughs> well, it might not be as tough as you think, actually. 80s? Yeah. I'd probably pick 80s, 80s. too. Uh, party or hiking? I love throwing our own parties. Yeah. Party hip hop, baby. Hiking, because if I if I hike, I get a clear mind on how to throw the party. Jazz or gospel? Jazz. Yeah. Belize or Tokyo? I've been to Belize. I'm going to go with Tokyo. Air Max. No, wait. Don't, don't, don't embarrass me. CB94s or Barclays. Jordan 4s? So Barkley 94s or the Jordan 4s? I'm going to be humble and say Barkley's. Because of where you're from, that's unacceptable. One, one because of where I'm from, but two, if you couldn't afford no Jays, you can get some Barkells. Yeah, I, I seen a lot of, seen a lot of Barkells. Yeah. Okay. Um, yams or melons? Yams. That's an easy one. So, uh, let's see. Um, so when you moved to Oakland, um, you 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 lived in a couple different spots, right? So I mean, I, I remember it was 55th and Fleming. I started on 55th. When I started in Oakland, I started on 55th and Fleming. 
I started on the hundred uh, second, hundred and second, and then I started on the hundred and eighth and Mac. So okay. from the I was right up from the OG of Binsberger right there. Yeah, Binsberger. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so uh, man, what was the experiences like then? I mean, because I remember getting on the Bart every single weekend after y'all uh, left Lakeview, mm-hmm. going. Well, to we still the town. had our property in Lakeview. You still had it, but mm-hmm. you you just moved. moved up, yeah. So. I remember getting on the bar. Either we was either I was getting on the bar to the town, or I was going with John mm-hmm. in the box chef mm-hmm. to your house. And I remember the culture was crazy. Mm-hmm. Side shows every weekend, parties, block parties. It was, it was just wild. Tell tell the people what your experience was like. The difference between the difference Frisco. between the difference. I, I, I want to know the difference between Frisco, and then I also want to know the difference between the locations. Between 55th, between 102nd uh, and 108th. Well, to be honest with you, the, the difference between Frisco was our, our, our hoods and our projects and ghettos are set up mm-hmm. like boroughs, almost mm-hmm. like New York. So staying on 55th at Fleming, it was just super, super, super black because the whole entire, feel like the whole entire city was black. Mm-hmm. Versus you in Frisco, you got to go to specific areas, you know what I mean, and get the blackness. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them areas is hidden. Um, I would say 50 50 Fleming, that was that was lit because that was that was the black Fleming was the black between uh 55th and Seminary. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? I would say there it was lit because it was just beautiful, it was black, a lot of black folks over there on their houses. Right. The ones who did, uh, who didn't, was still, you know, nice, respectful, everybody loved each other. So it was Showed still respect. communal, it was, it was real. real big communal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, versus it was it was communal in Frisco, but it was just communal exactly where it was at. Because mm-hmm. you could be, you know what I mean, you got eight, about five, six, seven, eight black people on one street in San Francisco, but then I mean, you had about 30 different other nationalities, you know what I mean, around you. Understood. So I say for sure 50 50 Fleming was lit because, you know what I mean, we threw block parties uh-huh. unintentionally every Friday. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Jamie and do uh, house parties down the street. That's the first time I got drunk. Uh, first time uh, you got uh, drunk, uh, you know what I mean? Threw up right in front of the boys. Um, uh, yeah. Right in front of the <laughs> come, was like, come on, man. Get in the house. Yeah, right, right. Um, what yeah. else? 100, um, 100, when we started on 100 and Deuce, that, that was... Uh, that was that was that, that was a little bit more military. Okay, so what so what was it like on Hundred and Second? Hundred and Second was just it was just my hood. Just my it was just a little bit of my hood, but it was beautiful because you walk to the store, you get dollar tacos. You know what I mean? You oh, had Duran right across, uh, right up the street, a few mm-hmm. blocks up. It turned a few blocks up into uh, San Leandro, which had the Jamaican uh, restaurant, Sweet Fingers, all that good stuff. Rest in peace to uh, Nate's. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nate's on Bancroft. They had a banana lemonade. I never had a banana lemonade after that, bro. That was cracking. (laughs) Then, um... 106 and Mac well, was 106 was the exit, mm-hmm. but 108 and Mac that was like you just walked outside and you seen the side show. That was crazy. That stayed right across uh-huh. the street from Foothill Square. So I would say back then, I'd say the the town was overall the city was more blacker. You know what I mean? But um, when you but, when, when you bring up the square, um, because it reminds me, we, you stayed literally across the street from that square. Now it's a whole mini mall, mm-hmm. and they right, but then it was still being developed. Cause it was you just, you the go bingo, there and just play bingo, the bingo, right, mm-hmm. right. So it was just an empty lot. Mm-hmm. So seeing that, that kind of has something to do, right, with gentrification and just the natural occurrence of things like changing mm-hmm. and growing in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. 
Did you notice any difference between San Francisco and Oakland gentrification? in terms of gentrification? No, it just it just it was no difference. It just mm -hmm. took longer to get to Oakland. Because it was more San Francisco is more economical, it's more money, so it moved faster. Mm -hmm. Oakland is like you can't get rid of all them people all like that all at once, mm -hmm. but the city is starting to move faster in terms of what type of economics is coming into the city now. Okay. You know what I mean? But overall, you know what I mean? It was Oakland was just more fun, you know what I mean? Because you had the water, you had the weird, you know what I mean? First of all, it's like you go to different neighborhoods, but it's like if, if all the neighborhoods have a big old water fight in every every part of the city, then that's all going to take place on one. Right. In Frisco, that's all going to take place on one hot-ass day. Right. Out there, you know what I mean? I couldn't wait for the weekend. You get your super soaker, you right. know what I mean? You get all <laughs> your little stuff, right. you know what I mean? And you just go around, you know what I mean, having fun. We had moped, uh, you know what I mean, races, all the stuff. So I think Oakland was just more, uh, it was a little bit more communal. But you know what I mean, Frisco until I, you know what I mean, until I'm, until I'm out of here, though. Okay. Um, speaking of uh, the Bay Area, man, uh, we rap, we make music. You an MC, uh, you an artist. So speak to some of the, the the rappers, the homegrown rappers from the Bay Area that influenced you growing up. You know, influenced your sound. Jacka, Jacka is number one. Sure. Uh, San Quinn, mm -hmm. Selsky, Kugna. That's because mm -hmm. that was in the backyard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I stayed in the houses. The the projects was a couple blocks uh, down on uh, Randolph Rando. Street. Mm -hmm. Johnny Cash. Messy Marv. Rich. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean? Uh, East Coast Wise, Buster Rhymes, Nas, um, Jay Z, of course, Karis, one of Biggie. A lot of people had the strong voices mm -hmm. and knew how to. I, I wasn't into lyrics as much as I was into the people who knew how to do the crowd control, mm -hmm. just MC the whole crowd. Mm -hmm. Jack knew how to control the whole crowd. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Johnny Cash had a specific way with words, you feel me? Um, and then as of, you feel me, today, I love everything. I mean, you can go to my phone. I love everything that come out from the newer generation today. But I say back then, yeah, a lot a lot of that. Um, uh, Conscious Daughters, as I uh, got on, you feel me, when I did go to Oakland. Uh, all the, all the, all the, anything that was like, you feel me, a little mobbish, but, you know I mean, soulful, mm -hmm. high Vieira. You know what I mean? Uh, Zion and I, of course. You know what I mean? Because they knew how to, they knew how to balance. They knew how to balance the poetry mm -hmm. with the consciousness, with the street. Mm -hmm. and, you know what I mean? Intellect. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I would definitely say yeah. A lot of them. A lot okay. of them. Okay. Um, we love to eat, man. Yeah. We love food. We grew up in households, man. Right. Luckily, we grew up under black mothers who could burn. You know what I'm saying? Burn the stove down. Right. Um, what's some of the what's some of the fire food spots out here? Uh, if I'm not before, from here, before I, before I say, I definitely gotta say uh, uh, Tupac too because of, uh, the ism that he was giving from here. Oh, and, for sure. And, 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 and how close his mom was with my mom, which mm -hmm. uh, just told me like because uh, he used to come on my mom radio show and do a lot of poetry mm -hmm. on Capo on Capo. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So I definitely gotta say him too because mm -hmm. he was kind of like a. Arts and craft baby mm -hmm. that was able to see a lot of stuff growing yeah. up as well. So. And well, artists like Pop, right? It's almost a given. You mm -hmm. know, it ain't nobody who make music or just living in black skin and then, that wasn't affected. And then who I seen like take it the whole time. Mm -hmm. uh, before we answer the full question, I gotta say, Mr. Fab, Larry, that went through all the phases that the 
that they had. And it's still here. And it's still here, popping. Finding new ways to reinvent hustles, reinvent the game. He got he got the communities on lockdown, doing his people, all of that. So I definitely got to say that because uh, 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 the freestyle factor that he brought in terms of uh, showing people that the Bay did have bars Mm -hmm. and then um, uh, uh, always being able to create classes that made people want to rhythm and dance and have fun. But also he knows uh, he knows to tap in on the consciousness and all that type Mm -hmm. of stuff, too. But um, okay, so food wise, growing up, I'm going to say two jacks. Moselle's. Fish burgers, man. Uh, two Jacks, Moselle's. Moselle's is on Hollister, the, between Hollister and too. between yeah. Hollister and Jamestown. Mm-hmm. That's what Moselle's was. I'm gonna go with Beeps. It was a hot link shop on Holloway. I forgot the oh, name of it God. at My that Um, mm. uh, 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 I gotta go with Beeps. I gotta go with Vikings. You know what I mean? Uh, Mayflower. Mayflower on Ocean. Damn. Ocean Pizza. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, we already said Two Jacks. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Piece Old Beeps. Old Beeps. Yeah. You know what I mean? New Beeps is all right. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, oh, man. Cinco de Mayo, San Bruno. Okay. The what burrito a, spot. What about our favorite Ocean. taco spot in the Mission? Do I got one? No, I know you do. You remember that? Oh, Puerto Vallarta? Uh, Vallarta? Yeah, yeah Taqueria Vallarta. Taqueria Vallarta, for sure. For sure. Yeah, they're my food spots if you ever in the Bay. Oh, and Moaz. Oh, yeah. Oh, now that oh, I got man. older, though. Man. Yeah, Moaz. Uh, I, know, I know you already said Southern Cafe. Southern Cafe. Coconuts? I don't know how I didn't say that. Southern Cafe, if you ever in Oakland, 2000 MacArthur Boulevard, that's my uncle restaurant, Southern Cafe. Fire. And, 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 uh, you might see E40 and Mr. Fab in that too short of somebody in that mug. And then I would definitely say, uh, 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 who did you just say, the last one? Uh, I think it was Southern Cafe. Nah, but you said Southern Coconuts, man. Coconuts. But I'm, originally, I'm going to say Sweet Fingers. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Recipe Sweet Fingers, too. But um, I'm going to say, I don't know if they back or not. Are they? But I don't know, I don't know. And then, um, uh, for sure... Coconuts, if you ever, you know what I mean, or you're a Slither in Palo Alto, and if you in EPA in the hood, then uh, Backyard, for sure, Ooh, two Jamaican get spots. Get that mango, uh, get that mango. Drink. Yeah, the mango, yeah. It's called. Yeah, mango, mango lemonade. Um, all right, man. Um, I know, uh, you didn't speak on the candy houses. Oh, yeah, any any candy, yeah. any candy, any candy house. Seriously, <laughs> go any any candy That's house, yeah. any candy nachos, burgers, fries, and fries. fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we was allowed to go to the uh, project on certain days, you want, bro? I'm spending my last twenty dollars at the candy house for sure. Say that for sure. Say that man. for sure. But them is definitely the food spots I recommend while you out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Auntie Shaw, like I said, she was a supreme social leader, um, a community activist. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lakeview legend. <laughs> She's in the Hall of Fame. Um, she did a lot of things for a lot of black youth. Mm-hmm. Um, helped a lot of kids. What was it like growing up with Auntie Shy, um, giving herself to the community the way she did and seeing how it affected her? What was your experience in that? It was fun. It was ratchet and it was educational at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it was very straight up and it was uh, uh, straightforward in terms of blackness, but at the very same time it was um, 
uh, understand, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Not even about just your rights, but mm-hmm. you know, by the time you get out of jail, you know, family, you should have your own business. By the time you, you know what I mean, um, uh, get out of school, you should have a program that you can go to that can teach you about the type of trades that you want to go into mm-hmm. as you get older. So it was educational, but it was like, you know, it was black at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, when you got leaders like that, like her, Feeney Shakur's, the, you know what I mean, all of these people who mm-hmm. was um, with the blackness, um, uh, it just teaches you, uh, it don't hide you from what's going to happen in society, but it also tells you uh, how you can get past society. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what my experience was with It's a beautiful thing. And um, to switch gears even more a little bit, you started your own brand, mm-hmm. Art of Hip Hop. Yeah. The boom box, the drip box, yeah. you know what I mean? Hip Hop yeah. for life. Yeah. To, uh, could you tell the people a little bit about Art of Hip Hop, what that means to you, and maybe, you know, how you were raised, tied into you owning a, 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 well, a business or a brand like Art of Hip Hop? Once, once, once we came out with a song years ago called Bust Out Jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, levels started knocking on the door left or right. Mm-hmm. Then the levels kept on knocking on the door. Then after a while, I got frustrated with uh, the industry. I didn't understand the business. I didn't understand publishing. Facts. All that. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just understood that we had a bunch of exposure. Um, so as I sat back, I said, how is it that uh, we could be able to own something going back into this? Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of people say you're supposed to be good at one thing, but I feel like you could be great at as many things as you want to be. So I, I looked at it like, you know what I mean? I knew how to knock on the door. I know how to use my, you know what I mean, my voice to reel people in. I know how to simplify hooks. You know what I mean? You know how to uh, structure fashion, style, you know what I mean, image, uh, wordplay, this stuff like that. So you got to think about it. If you've been frustrated for so long trying to be so successful, all that, how do you simplify that thing into one in the, in the one logo that if you just look at it, you don't even got to explain nothing. An umbrella, And that's when so we came speak. up with mm-hmm. the, the drip box. Right. We came up with a boom box at first because we loved hip-hop. We got a picture of us when we were three or four years old where the boom box is in the room when we're playing video games. So that's I just revamped that and I put the drip box there. The drip is just obviously the sauce. We never heard of sauce right, 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 since right, we were right. kids from Mac Dre. Dipped in sauce, you know man. You, you know, know what it means. Yeah, yeah. So it was like we just make it saucy. So... We got the drip box and then we put the uh we put the yeah, we got the boom box and then we put the drip at the bottom of it and then from there, you know what I mean, we said we're gonna product develop, we're gonna throw our own and book our own shows and our events and we'll run our own merch and um and, and, and collab with people on art as long as they don't mind collabing with us in our uh drip box. So you don't gotta know you don't gotta know the jealous guys in order to see a boom box that makes you resonate with nostalgia or music right. or anything to love that drip box is just luckily, you know what I mean, it funnels back to us, TJG the Jealous Guys. But the overall of it is just the love and the aesthetic of hip hop. Right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So I came up with that just so we could we could uh have something that we could own in the art game. Ownership. It's ownership. Symbol as that. Gotcha. You used to produce yeah. all our beats. Yeah. The fuck happened, man? Uh, and then also what 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 being a producer mm-hmm. before you know how to you know what sounds good you know what sounds right you know where things need to go where did you learn that where did that come from well my dad played a lot of Gregory Isaac in the house all day mom mm-hmm. uh you know went from Nas to uh you know what I mean three times crazy to mm-hmm. uh to to Jill Scott you know what I mean so it was already different sounds in the house hall 
Pops would always be on the turntable a uh, Sunday by himself when we did go to church. So you come back home and you see him on the turntables. Right. Um, I think I just, I listened to oldies, I rap, I made the lyrics because I, I, I wanted to be, uh, you know, when you get busy, you get busy. But then, you know what I mean, busy also got, you spell busy, B-U-S-I, you don't spell it, but it got business in there too. Mm-hmm. So you can be busy get with busy. the lyrics, yeah. but after a while, you feel me, got to figure out the business part. So I was just uh, like, oh, okay, this is a sample that people love from the 80s that'll bring them back. Right. This is something that people love from the 70s. This is an original sound. This right. is this. So it's like, how do you be able to create the value of it of it with today and be able to people put it out and people today be like, oh, I love it, even though it sounds like it, it's from way back then. So I just studied a lot of samples, you know what I mean, between uh, Japanese jazz mm-hmm. to, to, to 70s digging to rockers, in the crates, reggae, yeah. digging in the crates, and then that just taught me, um, um, you know what I mean, should everything sound better once you put that 808 on it? So that's how I started making the beats. But then once, you know, you start telling me like, well, why don't you do the hook or why don't you do the hook? You know what I mean? You would sit there and spit the uh, the, uh, the 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 lyrics on the songs, and then I would just say, okay, let me try to use my voice, not to water it down, but just uh, give them something that I could they could keep on saying repetitively. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So that's how I just study sound. And literally, when I close my eyes, like, and I hear certain music, I see wave frequencies. You okay. know what I mean? I literally see that. So it tells me like if it's a good vibration or if it's a bad vibration. You know what I mean? Or scattery or too much. The, the 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 less the beat they got on it, the more that you can say. But sometimes the less you say in that hook, the more it relates to the world. Your hooks is always gonna be your money. Your hooks, your courses is always gonna be your money, and your and your and your uh, lyrics is gonna be your core fan base that falls in love with you. That's deep. So that's how I feel. That's it. deep. Your core lyrics, your verses, your core fan base. The hooks is what bring people in. Yeah, that's the money. Independent or label. And why? Independent or major label? Mm-hmm. Independent. Because you, uh, if you came into it and you invested to yourself, then you're going to figure it out yourself. You mm-hmm. put your, your, your ism in somebody else's hand, and they're going to they gonna play the game how they, how they know how to play it. And it's either going to work for you to the point where you're going to get a bunch of exposure or you is going to get that one hit, you know what I mean? But you got to come right back around for something that don't work in the same formula to keep them satisfied versus just... Going through your ups and going downs. Going through your mission, through. yeah, mm-hmm, independently, and just going there. Okay. Do you do okay. you do you do you? Would you rather Would you rather be in the projects and start your business outside of the candy house, or do you literally want to just wait for that bus every day just to go into somebody else's restaurant and then make them rich? You feel me? Make yourself rich, man. Make yourself mentally, spiritually, all of that. <clears throat> Financially too. Casa TJG. Half of Art of Hip Hop, half of the Jealous Guys, half of Hello TV. Please like, share, comment, subscribe, and most definitely hit that notification bell. Much love, y'all. Hey, man, this has been episode one. Hello. Uh, brought Can to you by you Art of Hip Hop, brought Hello. to you by Wastrel, brought to you by Oceanside Sea Moss. Get your Sea Moss. All right. Uh, man, peace and love to y'all, man. We we really love y'all for tuning in, tapping in with us, getting to know us a little bit. Um, I hope y'all have enjoyed this first episode. I promise y'all we'll be doing these every week or as much as humanly possible. Um, keep tapping in with us. We got a bunch of new music. Obviously, we're going to have a podcast coming. We got a bunch of new merchandise coming. Websites getting built. 
events are getting laced up. Uh, so tap in. Yeah, July second will be at Sheesh Records throwing the party. There you go. Keep what's the name of the party? Affirmations party. Okay. The Affirmations function slash festival. Okay. And can you tell the people where to find us, sir, socially? Oh, uh, at uh, the Jealous Guys. Um, for my account personally, I uh, handled the one for both of us. At Casa TJG, artofhiphop.bigcartel.com. Um, at Oceanside CMOS and at Art of Hip Hop underscore all on uh, tags on Instagram. So that's your, if you need you some CMOS, if you need some gear from us, if you need some gear from us, that's Art of Hip Hop, uh, at Art of Hip Hop underscore. And then if you want to tune into the music, at the Jealous Guys underscore, and then his personally at Casa, C-A-S-A-T-J-G. Signing out. Love y'all, man. Peace.